Hello listeners and welcome to another Who Corner to Corner podcast. My name is Paul and as always I am joined by my rather creaky friend Jeff. How are you doing Jeff? Yeah, it was good. That was my knees. Was that your knees? Yeah, yeah. your knees are bending there. We, we're yeah. none of us getting any younger, that's no. for sure, but we are absolutely enjoying putting this podcast together. Yes. Are we? Well, you're not getting any younger. It's your birthday No, I'm not. Today. No, today no. is actually uh, my birthday. I'm not yeah. going to tell you how old I am. You just have to guess from the youthful soundingness of my voice. Yeah. yeah, leave a comment. Let us know how old you think Paul is. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be quite upsetting. He's 459 <laughs> at least. Well, who knows? I'll regenerate soon and I'll be young again and yeah. it'll be fabulous. So <laughs> what are we talking about today, Jeff? We're going to talk about... Doctor Who home Ooh. media. Oh yes, yes we are indeed. Yeah, yeah that's going to be fun. And by home media, we mean um, DVDs, videos, DVDs. yeah, all that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. all of that sort of stuff. This has all been inspired by the fact that my copy of the season two collection set has arrived early. Yeah, I'm not happy. Way before <laughs> mine. Yeah. And mine's not even, I think mine was due today, possibly, no, mine's not due till next week, which Wish. is not a bad thing, because the post office oh, is on strike, them, aren't they? they're on, well they're on strike mate Dan, it was yeah. really annoying, because it's my birthday, and I've only got three cards through the post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the really strike is to blame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm ringing people up, and they say, yeah, I did send you a card, it's just, uh, oh, the post office is on strike, so you might not have received it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah, I'm a trusted yeah. soul, I get that. <laughs> anyway, enough of that nonsense. Okay, where, so... Where did you order your collection set from? I, I ordered it from a well-known online retailer, of which there are many, and I can't actually remember which one. <laughs> oh, you're going to end up with multiple copies. Like I might you do. It with, tends um, to happen. Yeah. One of the others. Well, yeah. I ordered. I do this thing where I order yeah. at Amazon and at Zavi, and I sometimes do this for stuff that is uh, limited uh, because so like I get the um, art books for the Marvel films. And in the past, I've had Amazon tell me they haven't been able to fulfil the order oh, and, yeah, and it's been cancelled because it's a limited number made and, uh, you know, they can't get hold of it. So I always hedge my bets now by, by ordering mm. in two different places. Um, and uh, uh, actually, Amazon has ended up being quite good for the film books uh, in the end, but previously Forbidden Planet was really good. Um, so I, I ordered the collection uh, at Zavi and Amazon. Weirdly, the uh, Zavi release date was the 5th of December and Amazon's was the 12th. And the Zavi one has shipped early, uh, which they sometimes seem ah, to. So that's I quite good. So you can cancel to the one. Can cancel the other one, yeah. Although sometimes it goes wrong and you get your confirmation of shipping emails like within five minutes of each other. So then you've got to deal with that. <laughs> but um, usually it works out fine. So that's what I do to ensure that I'll, I'll get one. Gotcha. Um, so yes, the season two has, has just come. So let's talk about the the um, the collection sets for a little bit, shall we? Because they are yeah. a, a thing of they're of beautiful beauty. Really, they're lovely. They? Yeah, they're really so, really nice. The range has been going for well three three I think years. It is three years. Now? Yeah, I'm just trying it, to think when I got the first one, which was Tom Baker's season to, to twelve, I think wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and now do you know with that one, I ordered it yeah. on Amazon. And then I thought, do I need it? No, I don't need mm. it. So I cancelled it. Then I reordered it. And then I thought, it's quite a lot of money. I don't know if I really <laughs> need this. So I cancelled it again. And then I, <laughs> I did it about three or four times. And then um, and then I think I saw people 
you know, lots of people get yeah. excited about it. And I think I was like, right, I'll order it. Because if I don't get it, I'll regret it. And then uh, I got in and then obviously, of course, it, it sold out. And then it was being sold for silly money yeah. on eBay. And I wish I'd just gone and ordered two of them now. Mm. Um, but the, the uh, you know, mania for them isn't quite the same now. Especially as they re-released them in standard packaging and stuff. Yeah, it's kind but of calmed down a little bit. It has a little bit, yeah. Um, but... Right. Maybe it was more than three years ago because it all slowed down a bit during COVID and stuff. And, you know, the, the releases were probably due to be further ahead than they are now. Yeah, do you know what? I Hold on. Paul, wheels there will over. Be, there will be a date probably on the back of this, uh, 2018. So it's four years, four wow, years ago. four years of it, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, and we're about, what, halfway through now? Halfway through what? The releases. Are we? Don't know, mate. I think we've got loads to go. Really? Yeah. Well, if there's 25, 25 seasons, and how many? How many are out? I mean, you'd need you'd need twelve and a half of those to be halfway through. Yeah. And we're not we've quite got so there far. yet, are we? I don't know. See, now you're asking. Now you're asking questions that I haven't prepared for. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to count. Hold on. Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine. I've got two downstairs. That's ten, eleven, and series two makes twelve. Actually, oh yeah, okay. I'll let you, you off. Go. We are, we are yeah. about halfway through. Oh, yeah, you just made me look foolish. That's fine. He does it all the time. <laughs> wow, we we got twelve in already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't do seem uh, <gasps> quite possible. So, how um, much money does that equal? If they're what are they thirty, forty quid a box? Some of these forty they're quid. Bad. Do My sums, son would Jeff. know uh, forty times twelve. Yeah, I'm, I, really do, well. do you want I don't really want to think about it. No. So let's not let's not go well, down that route. You know, <laughs> you're not buying them all that regularly. There's only what three a year. You know, and uh, roughly, yeah, they did uh, slow yeah. down a bit during COVID, it, it, didn't it they? It did, yeah, because it, it was probably going to be like one a quarter, but mm. it's, it slowed down a bit. Um, but I think they are they are well worth the money. Um, you know, if if you are if if you are you know, a classic Who fan, or you know, you want to get into it for the first time. Uh, I, you know, they they are the definitive versions of of the releases, I think. And um, you know, the the picture quality is is really as as good it's as really it's going to get. I think you know, mm. they they are filmed. At, you know, they're sixty years old, some of them, and and um, you know, they they're filmed on you know horrible video, and and they'll they'll never be uh, you know any more data. Available within them, you know. No, that's it. So you wouldn't might, get much with upscaling the 4K, really. Would well, you? no, you, you, you wouldn't. Just not enough information. No, it's not enough there. It, it would just look awful, mm. uh, you know. So uh, maybe in another decade or something, they'll put all start doing a 4K version of all of this. But you know, really, it, it's not worth it. Yeah. And, and so this, mind this, you, I think they they did say that about Blu-ray a little a little while ago when they when they released Spearhead from Space on Blu-ray, which they which they did because the original film negatives were it, it of was, a sufficient quality. Yeah, and, depth and that and, was was that the only episode that was entirely or yes, largely shot in film? Yeah, so, pretty much. So they could do it. Yeah, so. they, they could do it. So it's, whereas they said if you're taking it from for was it it's it, i mean in in the 60s it was less than was it about 405 lines on the tv yeah probably so it yeah. wasn't much at because all was vi- it videos only um 586 mm. but now know. of course they're getting much better at at, um, at at putting more signal into into the gaps so yeah. as to kind of fill it you know what's a i mean a 4k screen is was it 2160 something like that yeah 
It's a lot. It's, so if it's you're scaling lot, you up know. from 405 lines to 2,160 lines, there's an awful lot of information mm. you've got to put in. Otherwise, yeah. it just breaks up and, and looks ridiculous. Yeah, it, so it, the technology is getting better. So who yeah, knows? It's possible, I suppose, yeah. But it, it sort of feels a bit like, you know, you, you won't really get better than this. And, and, you know, you'd sort of be doing it unnecessarily if you start but anyway at the moment eight. they are the definitive yeah, the, and, the, and you know yeah, it looks it looks great good. i think and yeah. um, so yeah it's interesting now with series two a season two just being the first first mm. doctor set and have you um, watched any of those yet have you plugged it in yet no i, I haven't yet only, only came See what it's like yesterday um but i wonder what the you know release schedule is going to be like going forward because um you know obviously first doctor and, and second there's a lot missing you know, so I wonder whether mm. they'll do, you know, whether they'll reconstruct stuff. You know, obviously a lot of Second Doctor was being animated, so I wonder how they're going to do that, and maybe they'll end up being kind of the the latter releases out of the whole lot. Because, Very possibly. Yeah. But then apparently they've scrapped the animation project at the moment, although Disney moment, Plus are going to yeah, save everything. Yeah, I, I so. think they'll. I mean, they've used a lot of different animation companies to yeah. produce these things, haven't they? And yeah. I, I think. If, if memory serves, these these little are oh, these companies sort of go in and out of business yeah. frequently. But the staff seem to migrate from one company to another. Mm. So you have people who worked on one working on another one, sort of, I don't know, a few years down the line or something. That that's the kind of impression I get from watching yeah. the extras on those things. Yeah, it's not big companies doing it, and it takes them a long time. And and I yeah. watched one doc about how the uh, they've made improvements and things on, mm. on a couple of second doctor releases you know up, up the animation quality and you know make, made it better and you know they're not brilliant in in terms of like you know they're not 3d animated and they're not they're not sort of uh they're not kind know. of disney level are they no they're not even kind of hand-drawn not mm. just in like the look but the the way they're done you know it's very kind of um you know simple you know the the, the the arms move up and down, sort of. You, do you know what I mean? It's, basic, <laughs> it's like but, it's like moving felt felt yeah, shapes it's, it's up and fun, down, fuzzy. like South Park yeah, yeah. style. Yeah, that's it. But, actually, you know, that's, that's doing it a disservice. But actually, I mean, no, I, I, and that's not putting that it down. By, but what I mean is that you mm. know, it's it's quite simple. But that actually, you know, it works fine. And I'd rather that and it and it mm. look nice, albeit simplistic, and we have it than than not at all. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I because I. I I never really got along with the the telly snaps. You know mm. these the these images that people took of their TV screen back in the day yeah. as the only way to kind of record um, visually any sort of TV content because once it was on, it was gone and yeah. that was it. So they record the audio on a tape recorder, but the the pictures would be literally taken yeah. on a on, on a on a. Uh, SLR camera or, or something, and some were done professionally for the purposes of the BBC sort of selling these things onwards. And there was a whole bunch of them that were done on an amateur level as well, so mm-hmm. literally just people at home doing these things. But and whilst they're good, they because they, I mean, for me, because they're quite they're very static, aren't they? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they're just simple pictures, they're photographs, and they're filling a screen, and they're okay. I remember years ago when Doctor Who magazine printed a whole bunch of them uh you know month after month there's a whole bunch of these and you and and they look all right when they're on a on a printed page with mm. a bit of a synopsis next to each one or two of these but I, I i do find it very difficult so having the option to to revisit these stories in animated form is 
it's, it's really good. And I yeah. remember, I think the first one was the DVD of The Invasion, the Patrick Troughton story yeah. about Cybermen. And that was in black and white. And I think that was done by Cosgrove Hall. Yeah. And that was, like you said, it was very simple, basic animation, but it was really effective. What really sold it for me, for that one in particular, was the the, the mood of it, the the lighting, the angles, yeah. right? Is I mean, they're really, really dynamic. Yeah, I was so impressed with it. I thought it was amazing. I loved it. They've they've all been pretty good at that, uh, you know, capturing that black and white look mm. to everything. And and also, I think some uh, shots they do are, are based off of tele snaps. So you know, there was kind of close to yeah, the angles sort of and stuff. Visual reference to yeah. start from. Yeah, but yeah, I, I get what you mean about the tele snaps. You know, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's sort of a it's neither here nor there watching them, is it? But, you know, for a long time, that was the only way. That, you, that you was know, all it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, imagine, you know, if people hadn't done that, hadn't taken those those photos, it's... it's We'd have of, nothing. No, it's Just our imaginations, really. Jeff. That's all we'd have yeah. to rely on. I mean, you know... Imagine that. It, there was stuff, you know, it's it's gone. And, yeah. and, you know, that is mad to think that they junked all of that stuff to save space. And, uh, Honestly. Y- you know, but but it's a bit like films back, you know, back then and, and before then. You know, it would go in the cinema, that was it. And that was you it, know, yeah. There, there was no, no, of, foresight, no, no, no foresight, no future planning, no, no, no thinking that actually things are going to get better. Like, we're yeah. talking about, well, they're, they're probably unlikely to upscale these things to 4K, but you never know. No. You know? So you keep the no, negatives, you keep what you've got yeah. for future pr- posterity. There was I mean, no that's, home media. No, exactly. And, and But, like, I mean, junking these things, that that's... And, and I'm sorry to say it for all the accountants out there, but this that is an accountant's decision. Mm. That is somebody looking at the balance of space versus profit versus yeah. loss versus stuff that is not generating any cash. It's just taking up space, and they say, right, if we wipe that out, we can fill it with something yeah. that actually brings in some money or something. And they ascribe no value to that because they don't have the imagination to look forward a decade or so yeah. and think, do you know what? This could have a future. And, we could make I some money out of this. I think that that was probably, you know, the, the decision to junk stuff was was a shocker. But, um, you know, to, to not have any foresight about, you know, future usage was probably not unsurprising in a way. I mean, you know, Disney used to re-release their films every couple of years and, you know, they've kind of got the home... Uh, home video market, mm. you know, sorted, you know, they'll hype up the release of, you know, The Lion King, and then it won't come back out for seven years, by which point, you know, a new generation of kids have grown up and, and can, you know, buy into yeah. it and stuff, you know. Um, and and that's worked really well, and they don't do so much of the cinema re-releases now, um, you know, because they don't really need to, but, you know, it, it, it sort of builds a hype and a, uh, you know, ooh, must, must get that, you know. Um, but, but, yeah, junk in the, the Doctor Who stuff. I it's mean, not just Doctor Who as well, is it? I mean, no, there's, there's loads, loads of, stuff, of other like stuff that, that, that is just things, lost, you know, yeah. lost forever, gone. Um, but going off uh, off tracks lightly, you know, the the uh, recovery of lost Doctor Who stuff is is quite amazing, really. Oh, it is. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And and the and the guys who've done it, you know, that's uh, hats off to them. Yeah, you know, all credit to them for doing it. And you know, there's obviously rumours that there's other found episodes hiding mm. in you know people's garages and stuff and i don't know whether it's true or not but you know you can, <laughs> you kind of think if you've got it what, hand it what, over 
to hand it over, yeah, what does it do for I'm you? I'm sitting on it. You know, it's because it's mine. Oh, yeah. mine. <laughs> you you, you can't have it. You'd get more credit and, you know, fame if you wanted it by releasing it. You know, and, and, you would and, have the appreciation of Doctor Who fans across the globe yeah. for the rest of your lifetime and beyond. Yes. You Whereas would. if you're fan to be sitting on it, we'll just think you're a selfish cock. Yeah. I'll leave that in because you're yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be but, a selfish you know, cock. Yeah. Get it out just, from under your settee and share it with the wider yeah. world and we what, will love you forever. What is All sins point? will be wiped. Yeah. And, and I read ages ago that someone had something and they wanted the BBC to pay them a whole load of money for it. And you think, <gasps> you know... That's a shocker. I just, I don't know. I suppose, you know, yeah. people get motivated people for by gang, money, they? don't they? Yeah, but, for a quick buck. Yeah. yeah. But Ten of Beans in episode three of Web of Fear is yours, mate. All yeah, for Ten of yeah. Beans. I don't mind. I am proud. I just need beans. Thing. Got to feed yeah. the family, ain't I? <laughs> but they found episodes in, uh, t- you know, film tins, yeah. mislabeled in sheds in Ghana. And stuff like that. I know, yeah. It's, it's mad, but I Well, again, I it's because it's they sell this stuff abroad, yeah. don't they? And uh, how it's stored abroad is, is I mean, it's purely in their hands. Mm-hmm. So they could just find this stuff, mislay the original tin, yeah. stick it in another tin for up the Kyber or whatever it is. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, and, and off you go. Oh, I wonder if any more will be ever found. It's, it feels like. I know, it's you kind of think. If they haven't been found now, yeah. after they've scoured every corner of the globe, will they ever? I mean, then, then when they recovered, do these what, things en- enemy of the world? And, uh, oh, man. That what was, what was awesome. the other trout one they brought back for Web the 50th? Of fear. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, for the 60th, they'll, they'll, uh, you know, they'll, they'll say, oh, we found something, you know. But, yeah, it does feel a bit like as time goes on, mm. the chances of finding anything get less and less. And if people are holding on to things, I, you know, just let them go. It seems so selfish to do that for no gain other than to be able to think, oh, I've got this. Well, yeah. it be. Well, that is absolutely pointless. But anyway, there you go. So, yeah, back to the collections. Uh, they are they are brilliant. I, I love watching them. And it, almost there is so much stuff on them that I can't <laughs> watch it all. Uh, You're right, you know, actually. <laughs> uh, I haven't got that much time. Uh, you know, to, to be able to do that uh, uh, with, with everything else that there is to watch and mm. do, and you know, but the term exhaustive uh, in terms of you know the coverage they give to a season is is apt because you know it's pretty much everything. I think you there's know, a lot of it, isn't there? Well, we 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 interviewed Chris Chapman, didn't we? Yeah. Who does a lot of the documentaries? Yeah, that man. Um, a lot has of the behind the scenes about the range. He, he, he really does. Yeah, he yeah, knows yeah, what's yeah. going on. Get hold on. of Chris Chapman. Yeah, and you know, buy McGuinness or something. Yeah, <laughs> to let him open up. <laughs> he's, he's a lovely guy as well, and, yeah. and and you know, a lot of the stories that he shared with us are actually somewhat, some ways quite touching. And mm. a lot of them things, those things wouldn't have come about if not for if not for the collection. DVDs um, themselves, really, because there was that story of um, uh, filming with Katie Manning back at Oldbourne where they filmed The Demons back in Mm. the 70s. And it's that wonderful moment where Katie just goes out on her own. Chris doesn't know where she's going to go with this, but follows her with the camera anyway. And, of course, we get this wonderful, wonderful story from Katie, which was just... Just heartwarming, really, really beautiful. And we wouldn't have that if they're if if these collections weren't around, if they didn't need no, content, if they exactly, and and also the fact that they're budgeted for as well. Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah. one thing to have the collections, but it's another thing to have mm. specially made, brand new, 
uh, you know, episode-specific documentaries, Behind the Sofa, um, Matthew Sweet Meeting. Oh, they're uh, good. It, you know, all of this stuff. I mean, yeah. no, none of those things are, uh, you know, small undertakings. You know, mm. it might be a small crew. It's Chris Chapman, camera guy, sound guy. But, you know, they're travelling to places. They're yeah, doing, yeah. you know, a big, big thing on it in terms yeah. of time and stuff. And, and they've got to edit it all, put it all yeah, together absolutely. afterwards, which takes yeah. time. People don't realise those things, No, Jeff. they don't. No, and I mean, I still spend time with this thing, this, this stuff, and it's and it's all lovingly done as well. And, mm. and you know, because when you think about it, you, I mean, what other TV or film multimedia franchise is there that has such a wealth of additional bonus content, extras, whatever you want to no, call no, it, nothing. on the back of it? Not there, really. There isn't anything. There was nothing out there. If you look at a lot of old TV series, you know, okay, so I've got in my hands season 12, right, Doctor Who, so that was, when was that, 1976? Thereabouts, yeah. there's nothing from 1976 that has anything like this. You know, interviews with actors, no. the behind, behind the sofa, which is my favourite thing completely. You know, all the old extras from the, uh, the previous DVD releases, plus new stuff, yeah. plus quite often new commentary, plus yeah. quite often new special effects on the occasional story. It's, it's really amazing. And yeah. you're right. Do you know what? Because I was, I was thinking when you were saying this, because I wasn't originally going to buy... Um, these either when they first started mm. and it wasn't until I was I was actually at work and one of my clients who's a bit of a Doctor Who fan I say a bit he's a massive Doctor Who fan uh, puts me to shame but he um, he said he got it and I was talking to him about it and I said is it is it worth it he goes oh yeah yeah it's really really worth it and right. by this time it had already been out and I think stock was starting to dry up a little mm. bit so I kind of I kind of panic bought went online bought it um, from Amazon, actually, I, I didn't right. have to go eBay, thankfully, um, and I got, I got I got it through. But what I got was actually a bunch of dodgy discs, oh, so really? the um, the sound was well off on the Centauran experiment. The um, the updated special effects on Revenge of the Cybermen didn't work. Um, right. and I think it was the same on the Ark in Space, and there was all kinds of errors. But the BBC put out; they obviously knew this was an issue. Yeah. They put out a kind of a record. So look, if you send your disc in. Uh, or let us know. We'll just send out a whole bunch of new discs. Yeah, so you're right. That's they what they I did, did do that. They replaced I, it. it was brilliant. I had to replace something. I can't remember what the error was on it. You know, it was the sort of thing where you, you know you think ah, it doesn't really matter. But it does matter. They're replacing it. Like, yeah. This was a minor one. It was like a typo or something. Oh, but, was it? Yeah. Uh, I, think, so anyway. I wouldn't mind that actually. No, uh, you know, it's it's, it's fine. But because uh, sometimes it, those errors become collectors' mm. things in themselves, don't they? Well, like my avatar poster that proudly oh, declares, I don't believe this. From the Every director of flipping podcast <laughs> for the last six weeks, he's snuck in an avatar reference. From the director, apologies, of... listeners, please bear with Jeff. <laughs> from the director of Titanic. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Titanic. 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 Oh, so, uh, uh, like yeah, that. yeah that, I wonder if that's worth anything. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say about the uh, no collection? Idea. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, like when DVDs and stuff first, you know, started coming out. Oh yes, out, the wealth know, of extras. To, yeah, yeah. Lot, lots of van value added material. Value added material. Um, but there's less and less of it now, and and mm. really, actually, two of the best ones that that I can think of were <laughs> the Avatar three disc release, oh, which was God. that was exhaustive. Um, but again, that, that's a multi million dollar film, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's true, but. But even like when the Marvel films come out, mm. for example, you know you, you're lucky if you get 
you know, three or four featurettes, which, yeah. which we use a lot of the same clips in them. And, and yeah. you know, they're nothing amazing. The Alita uh, blue, uh, 4K uh, had a really good documentary mm. with them. And the Marvel films, it, they put on um, the, the assembled things on Disney+, Plus, which are like yeah. hour, hour yeah. and a half documentaries about them. And they are really good, um, you know, and they obviously stick them there to make you go sign up rather than buying the, you know, the physical release. But yeah, the, the days of, you know, packed DVDs of Blu-ray mm. seem to be kind of long gone, really. Which, I think it's which also to try and, yeah, to try and keep the price down as well, because the the price on these things generally tends to fall quite rapidly. Mm. Um, you know, a, a sort of vanilla DVD release, or maybe one with a, a few little extras, you know, some marketing and promo material that you've probably seen a thousand times, even before the film comes out, but... Mm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it gives you more for your money, that's for sure. And I think having already acquired the entire run of stories on DVD, yeah. I have them all. And I pretty much had them all before I started buying yeah. the Blu-ray. So it was it, that that was what initially kind of made me more hesitant. It's just well, I spent like millions of dollars. Yeah, whereas I didn't have all of that already, and yeah, I yeah, yeah. I yeah. stopped buying the DVDs when. I think there was a talk about the collection coming out, and also mm. they were expensive for you know a, a DVD. I was at the point where I was like, do you know what? I can't, you know, mm. I'm not spending that sort of money on the, on them, the DVDs you know? would always come out for around twenty twenty five yeah. quid initially, but you give it a year and they drop to like five ninety nine, six yeah, ninety nine, something find, like that. You know, and that, that's that's the HMV price bracket I bought most of, yeah. if not all of mine. out was was. You know, when they came right See, down. I mean, I don't have a problem. Like, I bought the Power of the Doctor steelbook, the first steelbook I, yeah. I bought. Was that 20 quid? You know, to me, that's... Actually, that's, yeah, I, yeah, for those, I've, I've paid full yeah, weight for them. Yeah, and that's worth worth it. And, mm. um, you know, I, I, I like to get a physical release in a, you know, in a nice box and stuff like that, you know, if, if they do it. So I don't... Uh, you know, I know a disc doesn't cost much to make and stuff. And sometimes people say, "Oh, this is really expensive for how much is on there." I think it's it's you know it's not really about that as such. It's about you know what's the you know the standing of of the mm. of the thing. You know how popular is it? How much will it sell for? What what's the you know what's the rights involved? And you know all of that sort of stuff. You know, yeah, actually music, paying people still to make to these things. Yeah, as exactly. Well. Someone's still got to be paid for it. You know, actors yeah. will have percentage deals. and You know, it's, it's a bit different, but you know, you go to a concert and it's a quarter of a million pound show a night. It's going to cost you 100, 150 quid for a ticket. You're not going to get that for 35 quid unless you want to sit behind a pillar. You know, <laughs> it's stuff that costs will cost. To, to do and and there's always you know yeah uh, a, a, a line on it where you know something is uh, unaffordable and, and mm. you know not worth it but you know like with the collection sets they they are worth the money you know the, I, I I think so yeah, in, yeah and yeah. and if we're not buying them mm. then then uh, you know there's no money to pay for the making of the documentaries uh, well, and stuff yeah, like that and they, and, they just won't know, make them will no they? and I the mean, range will, will dry up you know? if you if you if you remember as well, when we when we spoke to Chris, I asked him if they'd ever do like a Blake Seven um, collection style yeah. release. I mean, I I would kill for that. I I would love it. His, I think he would like it as well. His response was though, there just isn't the market for it. I no. guess with Doctor Who, 
you have a, a, a growing global audience that mm-hmm. just seems to get yeah, and it's growing. It, it just seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And there's there, there's a real market for it. You will at very least break even on yeah. the cost of making these things. But with Blake Seven, it's not something that has been made anymore. Hasn't been made since 1981, I think, or something like that. And you know, it's as, it's as good as Doctor Who was in the 70s, mm-hmm. if not better in so many ways. And there's so much stuff that could go behind it. But yeah, I guess it's it's too niche. You know, mm-hmm. that's the problem with it. With a yeah, lot of I mean, these things, it's just know, too niche. That's it. With you know, at the end of the day, it's it's all bit about business, and you know, the creative. Uh, uh, aspect is of course important, but you know, no, no studio or whatever is going to throw you know however much money at something if they don't think there's a chance of making mm. it back. It's it's just that's that's what it boils it's down. Commercial to. reality, my friends. Yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, but you're right, exactly. That's you know, exactly what it is. If if no one remembered Avatar, mm. there wouldn't be more films coming. That's how it's it works. Like nobody remembered it for about twelve years, I think. Mate. Mm. <laughs> didn't, didn't they? <laughs> Only enough to spend half a billion dollars on a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just winding you up. You should see his face, listeners. Say anything Furious. negative about Avatar, and the steam starts coming off his eyebrows. Look at that. Look at him go. He's like a kettle. <laughs> it's like an espresso machine or dialed up to eleven. Oh, so when dear. the when they started putting Doctor Who out on VHS, did yeah. you buy it? I did, mate. Yes, did I you? did. Yeah, I'm glad you went back that far. It's probably before your time, but um, I do remember back in the day. Why I, don't I, you explain well, what uh, VHS is to <laughs> anyone who's listening who has no idea? It's basically a massive tape that used to put into a brick of a machine that sound your tiny tally. Mm. And if you were lucky, it would actually give you a picture after loads of picture noise uh, and sounds kind of breaking <laughs> up and everything else. It would always be quite fuzzy. No, they, they, they were a lot of fun. I, I, I do remember, actually, I first saw Revenge of the Cybermen in the newsagents outside my school. And it was like, it was a ridiculous amount of money. It was like yeah. $14 billion to yeah. buy it. Well, it was probably 50 quid or something like that. But 50 quid in the 80s, mate, that was, yeah, that was just well, well, well out of my pocket money league. I would have had to work like a slave for years to mm. accumulate anything like that. So that that was never an option. But I did used to look at it longingly. I wonder why... Um, it had the um, <laughs> it had, had the, the wrong, wrong logo and everything. Yeah, on yeah. It. It's the wrong Cyberman. It's like Earthshock Cyberman. It's like what? Yeah. I don't know. But it's, there was something kind of magical about it. So I, I didn't buy that one, and I think there was a couple more that were around about that mm. sort of price. But I didn't. I didn't do that. But when we we see we we used to have a, a, a video recorder, which is the machine into which the cassettes would be plugged. Okay, people who don't remember, um, and. And we, so, so we used to we used to rent it. I say we. It was me. As soon as I was old enough to rent a video recorder, because we didn't have one at home, I went out, signed up, got it home, and the first thing I rented was uh, was a bunch of Doctor Who DVDs, right. along with a load of other stuff. And and that was really the first time I'd seen a lot of the old stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I did rent that Revenge of the Sidemen, and I, I thought, oh god, this is a bit naff. Actually, it's not that good. <laughs> I was a bit disappointed. I'm like, because uh. I'd, I'd read the novel like loads of times. It's actually not a bad novel at all if you got no idea of the story. Mm. But um, I thought, oh Christ, this is this is pretty awful. So I wasn't massively impressed. But um, um, but but after that, what they did, I think it was either late '80s or early night must have been late 80s i think they released a bunch more which were a lot cheaper i think they were about 15 or 20 mm. quid and i think robots of death was amongst that so was the five doctors 
and I seem to recall uh, the brain of Morbius and the talents of Wen Chiang, and they were like all, but but all the episodes were like chunked together. Oh, they were spliced yeah, together, yeah. so you literally start watching it, and then three hours later, in the case of Talents of Wen Chiang, it was finished, and it wasn't a great way to experience Doctor Who. And again, I was thinking, uh, well, it's not designed to be like that, is it? No, you know, exactly. That's it. They're not designed to be feature films. It's not a feature mm. film cut into six pieces. No. It is six individual stories. Or you know they. They follow that structure of yeah, leaving yeah. on a cliffhanger, have, having the sort of peak towards the end in, in Act 3, if you like, or yeah. how are you going to break it down? So very rarely are they designed to be spliced together as a movie. I think things like... Um, I think some of the Saywood stories probably get away with that. Things like Revelation of the Daleks, Earthshock, do work as an omnibus thing, but the brain of Morbius doesn't quite... just doesn't have the pace. It, it doesn't sustain. So that, yeah. that was... Um, yeah, those were my first uh, sort of VHS forays, if you will. But then a little bit later on, they re-released those cut into their actual proper episode format. Right. And a lot of the material which had been taken out was popped back in. So right. that was good. And they also at the time released, I think there was the Daleks on like a two-pack VHS, which I, I snapped that up. There was the Ark in Space. Um, I seem to recall... I think again it was Talons of Wen Chiang, Five Doctors. You know, the usual. It was always the same ones. It was always mm. Robots of Death and the Five Doctors were always seen. Always seemed to be the first titles released because I think they were the first ones that were released when the range first appeared on DVD right. late nineties. So, so yeah, that was Robots of Death. Actually, that is one I really enjoyed from the off because it's, yeah, it's so so good. Seen as. You know, the most likely to sell, I guess. It's you know, they're, so they're tightly plotted. It's brilliant. Mm. I mean, Chris Boucher was an absolute genius when it came to, you know, with, with, with a lot of his writing. I think, the, I think the only one of his stories that falls down a bit for me is Image of the Fendal, which has some great ideas, but doesn't quite seem to hang together. But, of course, Chris Boucher went on to script edit Blake Seven, and mm. a lot of that, you know, a lot of what he did in Doctor Who kind of carries through and evolves in a much more kind of adult tone and uh, so him and Terry Nation kind of working on those things together and eventually and less Terry Nation more Chris Boucher as as the series went on so by the end of it really it's all Chris Boucher it's not right. really you know Robert Holmes wrote for Blake Seven as well so you know a, a lot of the good a lot of great stories in that for him but again I'm digressing like you with Avatar it's yep. me with B7 so apologies for that <laughs> let's get back on track so what is your favorite feature from the box sets then from from the collection so my favorite uh piece of vam <laughs> on the collection says <laughs> really anything with with Katie Manning mm. she's just just you know oh, brilliant at uh, uh, yeah. all times lovely and uh, she's so she's so into it and mm. um and and also like her twitter uh you know, presence as well. She's and and when you see pictures of her at conventions, like some of our friends friends that we talked to met her at um, London Film Comic Con recently. Um, she's just a- absolutely, you know, full, full of, of sunshine. F- yeah, she is full of love for mm. the show and the fans, and you know everything she does with it. And I mean, everyone is you know connected to the show, but you know, Katie just sort of has an, an abundance of it. So watching yeah, her on screen, absolutely. Is, is just really good. Um, and I really like the behind the sofa stuff mm. as well. I think yeah, I think that's my favourite. Yeah, you, you I, I do that. enjoy that. And uh, it's nice to see, you know, those big names from the show, uh, you know, watching stuff. Mm. And also I quite like it when you get um, 
an actor watching something that they're not in. Yeah, you know, an, an episode of not of their time, and also I like that they have people like Sasha Dwan's done some. Oh uh, yes, yeah, you know, he was looking uh, at the some of the master stories, wasn't he? Yeah, from uh, one of the the, the Pertwee season season eight, I yeah. think it was. And and again, I think okay, obviously they get paid for their time, but I think if if people weren't. I mean, they're not going to get paid an enormous amount for doing something like that. Mm. No, and, I think and, it's, and, it's minimal. They mostly yeah. do it for love, I Exactly, yeah. You know, oh, it's, it's a day I'm not working mm. and anything else will go do it, you know, and, and I think that's brilliant. Um, and then the stuff with Matthew Sweet, where he, he meets people. I think I watched the one with Matthew Waterhouse, which which they he goes to his house, doesn't he, and he, he goes down to the uh, beach and stuff with him. Was, so was, was that really Matthew good. Sweet or was that um, Toby Haydoke? Hey uh, oh, he's done spends the weekend. Well. Yeah, Toby spent the weekend with with. Uh, is yeah, was with it okay? Yeah, mm. um, Matthew Sweet. Maybe he tends to do. Ma- Matthew Sweet has done a lot of the uh, conversations in, in so the studio. Behind, stuff, yeah, yeah they're behind the set. There's a couple of high stools and a bit of a backdrop, yes, and they it. just so he, go at it. He did a really nice one with Colin uh, Baker on his recent mm. set. I haven't watched the Nicola Bryant one yet, but uh, I, I heard that was really good. So it's I, got I, Michael Grade on there as well. Yes, I, I wanted to watch that as well and find out why yeah. he did what he did. You know the bastard. bastard. Um, so <laughs> most hated man <laughs> yeah. in Doctor Who fandom, Michael Grade. <laughs> so. Um, tell me about your uh, New Who collection because you know that's stuff sort of my New Who collection much so, easier to get. Uh, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, so I, I, I do have the, and I know you have this as well, Jeff, because we have talked about this previously. The season one um, box set in the shape shelf of a Dardis, a cardboard shelf Dardis. Eater. Yeah, yeah I, which I actually that, is downstairs. I should have brought that up so we could marvel at its amazing <laughs> it is, beauty. It is good. When, um, Except it's kind of warped a bit, actually. Yes, so mine's I've had to pass stuff on top of it, try and mm. bring some of the shape back. But that well, was when, I, when uh, series season one went out, I watched the first three episodes, uh, you know, one per week. Yeah. And then I was working and then I missed a couple. And then <gasps> I was like, okay, I, you know, I'm shocked. I've missed the boat a little bit oh, now. Oh, I'm shocked. And then... When that set came out, I think it was like 60 quid, and I remember buying it in HMV in Guildford and um, uh, watching it all in a weekend. And then when Christmas Invasion came on, um, I got a copy through some means that meant I had to (laughs) handwrite the label on it, um, which I then kept in that box. uh, I still have it in there until... Uh, you know the season two release yeah. came out, which I that bought. Sounds and, um, like a very sinister transaction, <laughs> Mister Jeff. Um, and then I bought the season two one, which had a lenticular yes. cover, uh, which was a slipcase, oh, does, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's all worn out yeah. now, and, and uh, Is you know, faded oh, mine still from, works. From uh, it's kind know, of with the. Um, yeah, Ro- it, yeah, it is, isn't it? Rose Tylen is some sort of the, weird, shiny. That's it. Yeah, it, it's yeah. You take the transparent the uh, slip case off, which has got Tennant and uh, Billy on it, and then yeah. there's a, the box has got something, and then the series three set was mm. sort of slightly shiny, kind of gold stuff on it. Yes. Yeah. Um, series four maybe was just kind of Series a four, I think, has a three D effect again, doesn't oh, it? Oh it does, isn't it? Behind them it's a time vortex, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the specials maybe had something similar. And then series five 
Was there something special about that? So I remember Series 6 has got a moulded silence face on it, which I thought was really cool. And then I went to try to put it on the shelf and I realised it was a massive pain in the neck because it's not a flat cover. So nothing uh, uh, lines up against it brilliantly. Hold on. Hold on. I have. <clears throat> Series 5. Yeah. That one. Silver. Tin. Oh, I didn't have that one. I think uh, I just got... That's special, that is. Is See, it? Look at that. That's quite nice on the inside. Well, maybe it very satisfying closure Clip. operation. I think mine's just in a... Hmm, I'll have to check that. My Series 6 has got the silence on the front. Specials. Series 7. Series there. 7 was, was a bit dull, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, my Series just 8 a, is I've in got a... a sleeve, that, that's it, yeah, she's got a cardboard sleeve. Series 8 has got a TARDIS cover. When you push the button, it makes a noise. Oh, I didn't get that one. I just got the standard. standard yeah, I, th- I think mine's battery must be failing because now it's like... <laughs> it's a bit, uh, a bit drawn out now. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's a bit agonised. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I put and, things in pen, put it out of its misery. <laughs> yeah, probably, I don't know how to get the battery out. Series <laughs> 9 has just got that great image of 12 and Clara running as something's blowing up in the background. And then Series 10 mm, is just 12 and Bill and not yeah, hanging out. Yeah, that's case, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Series 11 has got a lenticular cover. Series 12... Doesn't have anything special. That's the kind of the white cover. Yeah, it's with... lovely art, but it didn't yeah, didn't nice do artwork. Anything. And no. Flux. Has Flux got anything special to it? Don't think so. Just got that great image of all the coloured bands and stuff yeah, yeah, flying yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and then yeah. I bought the Power of the Doctor Steelbook, which is the first one I I bought. And oh. I know we've we've got friends like Ethan uh, who, who get all of them. Um, and, and there's people who are desperate for the Series 9 still, but yeah. it's really expensive. I saw William Who tweeting about it being like a grand <laughs> on eBay. Um, Was it? So, but, but it's, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where if if you um and are like mm. I did over the Season for 12 For too long, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone, mm. and, and you'll regret it, you know, and you might think, oh, you know, it's, it's 50 quid, but... It, it, it'll end up costing way more or you'll just simply never get it. And it's a bit like concert tickets in a way. Like, you know, I've booked quite a few gig things recently and you, you can't faff around on it. Mm. I'm not sure about that. So just, just get it. Because in the time you take the faff, there'll be more gone. You, know, you we, see, now, this, this is quite easy for you and I to sit here as slightly aged adults who both run our own businesses to say that. That is but true. If you're, yeah. you know, you're you're 15, 16 years old, you're a big Doctor Who fan, and you've either got a little part-time job delivering newspapers mm. where you're paid nothing much more than slavery wages. And to be honest, it's it, it is difficult to get these things. Now, yeah, that, that's a good point. Actually, yeah, there has off. to be a line drawn within yeah. the makers of this stuff that you know you're you can only get so much from your fan base. Yes, people like us, if we got the the cash although to be honest even most of it i have to hide it from my missus so she doesn't see how much i've actually spent on on this stuff but <laughs> it's you know there, there, there has to be a line and if a lot of these people you know a lot of, i wouldn't have been able to afford half of this stuff that you know when i was when i was growing up no well, I, I think that um and yeah, even now with all the big finished stuff you know i, I mean that's a major investment just, yeah just buying you, all you those things so i, I think a lot of draw of stuff the line. is um 
you know, they, they aim at a specific market. So, like, mm. the, the collection sets are, are clearly aimed at collectors and, and probably older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and people then, who like physical media. Yeah. Apps, and, and then they'll release than... the, um, you know, the sort of jewel case, you know, the, the not, uh, not special edition packaging releases, mm. you know, which are more for, you know, people who want it but don't want to get the special set, uh, you know, special box or necessarily afford it or whatever. Um, and I think, um, you know, the, this, uh, um, they, they do that with various other things like album releases come out, you know, you just download it or stream it or you can pay extra to get a really nice you know, yeah. box set version of it, you know, or coloured vinyl now, you know, Big Finish do that sometimes, don't they, you know, and, and uh, yeah, various other things. So it's, it's you know, different, uh, you know, different audience types. You know, yes, yes. Actually, just talking about vinyls, have, have you ever indulged in any of those Doctor Who stories on vinyl? No, I haven't got a vinyl player. I'm not old, that old or cool enough to you have don't. one. Oh, crikey. We need, we, need, we need to have a chat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, I, I haven't either, actually. I mean, I remember when I was growing up, uh, there was a lot of talk about Genesis of the Daleks and... Mm. Um, and, and another one, which I th- another Tom Baker called the Pescatons, which were both out on vinyl. And I, I think my my uncle, uh, one of my uncles, had Genesis of the Daleks. He also had uh, Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. And I was more taken actually with War of the Worlds when, than I was with Genesis of the Daleks, which seemed a bit kind of um, clunky by comparison. But he was all over it. He, he loved it. You know, it was it was it was part of his enshrined collection of stuff. And uh, and I, and they seem to be coming back. They they've sort of phased in and out of popularity over the years. Mm. I think you're right. I think it is a very niche audience because not everybody has a has a no, turntable these days. Vinyl but. is um is I mean it, it's definitely resurged in popularity and the fact that you can go into Sainsbury's and they've got a little vinyl selection of stuff mm. available. And, yeah, they um, do. Yeah, I bought a bunch of stuff from Sainsbury's yeah, over the years. Actually, uh, and um, surprises me. What, my twenty-year-old my self, if he was to look in the future and see me buying records from Sainsbury's, yeah. would literally kill me. Yeah, you'd he, think. he wouldn't be able. To, you know, say you've got to go to a dirty, grungy record yeah. shop in a in the back end of a high street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you think this? Otherwise, this would never you're just not cool. Um, yeah. And they would else? literally be full of fag smoke inside these things yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, sticky floors, stink yeah. of cigarettes and other stuff, which was probably worth not investigating too closely. <laughs> Big Finish have put out like the Green Death on um, no, not the Green Death, the, the one that we spoke to, to Lauren Cornelius about that she did with, with David Tennant, the Creeping Death. That came out on a, I think green vinyl, right? And, yeah. they, and they've done a couple of others, and you know, quite a few bands, uh, you know, release stuff. I, I saw something. I can't remember who it was for. Yeah. Maybe, oh, it was Springsteen. He put his last album out on like um, like uh, emerald green vinyl. Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. It's a lot of them do it. Stuff. Mm. Yeah, it makes it a little bit collectible. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you know, uh, I I love, uh, you know, to to get a, you know a nice collectible like that. Mm. I bought the U um, two release their um, uh, Innocence and Experience uh, Blu ray in in a box, and um, uh, it comes with a, a USB light bulb because they they had a bit of right. a light bulb hung over the stage, and the light bulb lights okay. up when you plug it in. It came with a couple of um, badges. Some stencils, so you could do kind of like graffiti art. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the icon- iconography. I had a book. Have, of photos. have you indulged in any of that stuff? No, because I, you know, I don't want to ruin it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because you, because yeah. these things are packaged up, 
Yeah. But yeah, if you're, but rarely do you break them out of the seal. But, but then, and, and actually stuff, use these things. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a case of having them. Yeah, and I that's like a, having That's a thing which which, I mean, that that's the whole benefit of physical media or something physical that you can touch mm. and hold and keep and put on a shelf and display or whatever. You don't you don't get that with stream content. No. I mean, a lot of stream content is getting better because there it you will have like I mean on Disney Channel they'll show like a, you know they'll do a Marvel film or a Star Wars series and there'll be a bunch of extras to go with it. Yeah, and you can get it in, blah, in blah, 4K, blah, blah. but it, it's never it, well at the moment it's it's never going to be the, the bit rate that you no know, the bit rate's a, a down on streaming isn't be. it because yeah. it has to be otherwise it, yeah you, be you wouldn't be able to watch it yeah. Um, but it, it, like I, I buy you know Funko Pops sometimes and stuff, and and I always take them out of the box. And, mm. and uh, I saw this video on on uh, Instagram a while ago, and someone said they got into a, a heated discussion with someone yeah. who told them, "Why are you taking your pops out of the boxes? They're worth more when they're in the box." <laughs> and, and they were like, "Okay, here you go. Put it back in the box. Now it's worth five times Job what done. it was." Yeah, you know? that's it. as soon as you take so, it out of the box, you lose fifty quid off the value. Or yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like your car when you drive it off the floor. Yeah, halves yeah. the value. But, yeah. You know, a, a pop is not sealed. You know, so it's, oh, isn't it's it? right. No, that's, that Could was the joke put it about it. Back you know, in. Yeah, it's only just put it back in its box. You know, but mm. uh, you know, uh, I don't, I don't really, buy, I don't buy stuff to uh, you know let it accumulate in value. I buy mm. it because I want it, and uh, you know. Uh, I'll put it out, you know, on, on display or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, so you don't have so many DVDs that you were saying the Doctor Who DVDs. You're, not, no, you're I mean I've, go I've got quite a few, mm. uh, you know, shelf full. Um, but what I've been doing when I buy a collection set is seeing what I had. So, yeah. like, I had a quite a lot of Pertwee, and and I've got quite a bit of uh, Baker uh, Tom. Um, sometimes. Uh, in my local area, people will put stuff out in a box at the end of their path and just have a sign that says, you know, free. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. And so we gave mm. away a load of DVDs like that and toys and things that we, did, we didn't need. So I've done that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I've tried to give uh, Doctor Who DVDs that I no longer need to friends, mm. uh, but I, I don't have many friends. So it was unsuccessful. So yeah. And the people who I did know who declined the offer of a Doctor Who DVD I don't talk to anymore on that basis. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's not true. But um, yeah, I, I I didn't know anyone who, who wanted them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've still got quite a lot of the the uh, you know DVD mm. releases and stuff. But I'm I'm now not buying any more of those to, to mm. wait for the collection. No, that that, you know, that I, does make sense actually. I, yeah. I don't have a urgent need to watch anything particular that I you know can't not wait for the collection yes. to come out at some point. You know. Uh, so yeah, eventually I'll have a. You know, a shelf of that, and um, you know, with the, with the new releases, obviously there won't be anything for a while now. But mm. uh, I, I bought the like said, the Power of the Doctor Steelbook, but I, I, and it was lovely. But I don't think I'll get into steelbooks now because wow. it's t- yeah. too late to get most of the old ones. I don't want to pay a grand. No, yeah, that's no the thing, isn't it? I, I mean, I I've got a few steelbooks now. Actually, I, I started buying. The, the animated stories in yeah. steelbook form, actually starting with the power of the Daleks, mm. and and I I kind of like it. I've I've, I've also, I mean I I like the steelbooks because I I bought a few James Bond steelbooks. Mm. Actually, that's another series which has a ton of extras. But again, I digress. And for me, it's like well, because I, I really want to see those animated stories as soon as they're available. I, yeah. I kind of can't wait. So, but so getting them on the steelbook gives them a kind of. It gives them a value which is additional 
to the content, yeah, isn't it? Again, yeah. it's that physical thing. So if they appear, and I'm sure they will appear, on the collection Blu-rays, and there'll be a bunch of other stuff to go along with them, and maybe some of the animations have been redrawn or, or mm. something, um, then at least I've got this Steelbook edition, which is yeah. different slightly that, that to would be worth that thinking. version. So yeah. that kind of makes sense. And then recently, yeah. with um, with Flux and The Power of the Doctor, I bought those on Steelbook as mm. well, and they, they do look nice. Yeah. And they take up slightly less space yes, as well do, than yeah. these big jewel cases um, yeah, should have space right now the, the uh, flux steel but was really nice yeah i should have gone it's for really that really nice yeah I've, I've got it i've got it right here look there she yes is. oh that's paradox yeah, yeah. behind that oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i you know i i have quite a, a collection of stuff but yeah you know, I, I don't feel that uh, any fan needs to be able to say oh yeah i've got this that or whatever on dvd mm. Blu-ray or whatever to be a uh, you, you know an authentic fan, you know. Oh, I, I, I wondered where have, you were going yeah, with that for a moment, some Jeff. Some people have that sort of attitude, uh, and uh, you know, if you like the show, you yeah, like the show, and you, yeah, you know, you, you access it mm. in the best way that is you know works for you. Quite right, quite right. I mean, this whatever. is it. it exists in so many different forms now, mm. doesn't it? You've, you've yeah. got the the live broadcasts, which are always great. We should all yeah. definitely tune into those where yeah. and when we can. But yeah. if you can't, it doesn't really matter because it is going to be available on iPlayer or yeah. obviously Disney Plus if you're abroad yeah. going forward. And we get DVDs and we get CDs, we get yeah. finals, all that stuff. You it's, know, we, it's, we it's should... incredible. We it's are a wealth ex- of content. Yeah, it is. We are extremely lucky, I think, Very as, a, lucky. as a fandom yeah. to have the, the mm. volume of stuff that we do, you know, like you said, what other show has. But I'll tell you, you know, what, mate, if you drop any of that volume of stuff off, then people kick off. Well, they would do, because oh, you're yeah. so used to it by now. <laughs> so kick off. But, you know, what, what other show has the, the, the wealth of not just value-added stuff, but books and comics and... And yeah, the original Audios original stuff. Yeah, yeah original, original stuff. Original yeah. content. Yeah, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of love for this show there around is. the world. By yeah. obviously the fans, we all love it, but so do the makers the of the this thing. The people who make it, you know, it, whether yeah. it's a whether it's a story that you don't really like, doesn't necessarily mean that the person who wrote it or directed it or produced it has no respect or love for the show. Of course they do. It's yeah. you know, it's part of the reason why it's such a great gig. So it's and, and we're lucky that they continue to put stuff out for us because we yeah. soak it up yes. as fans and we love it. Yeah. We love it. I, I'm never going to get rid of my DVDs, by the way. Um, I've seen a lot of people trade them in, sell them off, whatever, uh, in favour of the collections. Even And even though a lot of the extras and VAM is available on the, um, on the collections mm. and more besides... I don't know. They just look nice. They look lovely. Yeah, they do. Up there I, with their I spines. I haven't got the space for them, so I have to. I, yeah, trade yeah, I'm taking up a huge amount of room, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask you though, um, what is when, when? So when you when you're watching an animation, just going back to the animated stories for for a little while because these are great. Do you, where the option is available, watching color or black and white? Uh, I'd watch it in black and white to be uh, true to what it was. Mm. Yeah. And yet, it isn't actually true to what it was, in some ways, is it? Because it's animated and it's it's changed a bit. No, you smart ass, it's not. Yeah. Um, but it is, <laughs> as a, it, you know, it's trying to be as it should have been or would have been because you couldn't have had it in colour. I, th- I think some of that has changed slightly. I think it changed with. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Fury of the Deep. Or may, no, I think it was the Macro Terror, uh, an early. 
mm. Troughton story pushed it out a little bit and actually went slightly away from the set designs and camera Did angles. They? And, right, okay. Yeah, they kind of went a bit more. A, a more experimental so actually yeah. we can increase the scale of this slightly yeah oh that's fine I think you know I mm. think kind of like adding more to a shot is, is okay but you know I, I, I suppose I just like the idea of kind of recreating it as as close to as intended. it as intended do you watch the remastered effects versions of stuff that's a good question actually I, I do yeah I, I do and it's interesting watching some of those now Actually, a lot of the early ones look more dated than the original effects. Mm-hmm. I was watching The Ark in Space a little while back, um, which, when it came out on DVD in the early 2000s, I think, or mid-2005, six, something like that, and it was updated with CGI effects, the, you know, the actual space station, and yeah. the rocket, the scout rocket that kind of launches out, the escape rocket, that's the word I was looking for. But it looks, they look really ropey, mm-hmm. so... You might as well just watch it with the original ones. Having said that, the the best updated special effects are the ones that are a lot more subtle. Yeah. And I like I I I like the one in the Hartnell story, the Dalek invasion of Earth, because that actually the updated special effects in that actually look like they could have been done in the 60s. Right, yeah. So the original effects of the Dalek saucer going across London was really, re- I mean, it's yes. really ropey. It is quite clearly something balanced poorly on some yeah. strings, and it doesn't look good. Whereas in the updated SFX, it's, 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 you know, it's a bit CGI. It's, mm, a, it's mm. the kind of saucer you would see in the modern series. But on in grayscale against the black and white background, it, yeah, it looks good, brilliant. Fit, yeah, yeah, it, it looks retro, but believable, more mm. believable than the original, the original effect. So I, I yeah. do enjoy those. It's um, it's weird. It's a bit. It starts to get into um, George Lucas territory of, of uh, yeah tinkering endlessly, mm. and uh, I, I I like to see things you know as as the product of its time because. The rest yeah. of it's going to be as it was. So you know, you you chuck in a CG spaceship, but everything else is still going to be wobbling and you know made, <laughs> made of cardboard. <laughs> well, that, that that's what I mean about the, the the one in the Dalek invasion of Earth because it it looks like it belonged yeah. there. It, it looked actually, even though it wasn't of the time, it looked like it could have been of the time. Yeah, it just if you can do that with it. Then that's, brilliantly, yeah, yeah. And I was fine, I was I watching. I've, I've been watching this season 17 on and off over the last few months and I was watching Nightmare of Eden quite yep. recently and there, there are some effects in there which are pretty decent just I mean some of the just laser gun effects you know mm. canines blaster yeah see so something like that looks a bit right better enhancement I think you know yeah but I think yeah. the arc in space ones particularly with the the shot of the actual nervous space beacon space station looks it looks awful it looks yeah. awful on CGI now you know it, the, the, there's, there's no texture to it there's yeah. no depth or anything. The lighting's okay. It looks great, and and it did look good at the time. I remember being quite impressed by it. But nowadays, it looks. I'd just just give me the bottle tops and washing up. You know, yeah. the washing up liquid bottle that the original model. The, that's the on. thing. If if it's an old one that they've, uh, you know, they, they've enhanced it some mm. years ago, it's it's going to look rubbish now. Yeah, you know, I th- it, I think that there are. If memory says there are special effects on Earthshock, the Fifth Doctor yeah. story. On season nineteen, and they're pretty good. Oh, they maybe they were more yeah, they're a little bit more. Again, a bit more subtle. There's um, there's a, some really nice shots of the space freighter, which looks more like um, it was inspired by. Well, it looks more like it belongs in a Cameron movie than a right. than a Doctor Who. And I know 
originally that was what they wanted to achieve with it. Mm. And the original model, actually, the original model is pretty good anyway, but they just updated it with that and some, some nicer laser gun effects again. And I think when Adric is crashing into the earth, that shot's quite a bit better right. and, it, and it does actually enhance the the, the the story it doesn't feel like it's kind of just bolted Tap, onto it on, yeah. so I think those ones are, are pretty good and of course the thing is you've always got the option to switch it off and watch it well that's anyway, it yeah you, so. you don't have to watch it it's, yeah. what they've done but it's always it fun to compare it um, but th this has been a good journey into Doctor Who home media um, I'm now going to go and watch my season 2 oh shut set. up oh I'm so like oh season so it's Dalek Invasion of Earth is on that isn't it is that season Hold on. two I'll just get it bastard look at him look at him there he goes digging into his little bag of things pulls it out hasn't he you haven't go. even taken a wrapper off yet no I haven't oh, uh, look at that Planet of the Gi Planet of Giants surely it should be Planet of the Giants Dalek Invasion no, of Earth no it's just Planet of Giants yeah that's the official uh, title my friend. The Dark Rescue. Of Earth, yeah. The Romans. I love the Rescue. Oh, I love the Romans. I love the Web Planet. Crusade, <gasps> Space well. Museum, Chase, and Time Meddler. I'm not so not such a fan of the Space Museum. I've I've Chase. not seen many of these. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. Are you in for a uh, treat? Yeah. Have you, have you seen Have you seen the Romans? Uh, no. <gasps> no. Um, definitely in this for a treat there. Has. Uh, in conversation with Matthew Sweet, with William Russell and Maureen O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, Behind the sofa, it doesn't say who's on them. Uh, Flight Through Eternity, full-length documentary looking at the early years of Doctor Who. Collectibles documentary examining 60s Who merch. That might be quite good. Mm. Uh, missing episode reconstructions. Watch Crusade with its uh, two missing episodes reconstructed with off-air soundtracks and photos. Like we oh, that's early. the telly snaps again. Yeah. Uh, the Storyteller. Uh, a special short produced to launch this set. Oh, uh, now, just on that... Because oh, that, yes. that was the trailer, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, now, they are the good, trailers they? for these things are just getting bigger and better, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. Like I mean, the they're, they're, all, they're, they're like mini mini movies yeah. or mini episodes in themselves. And, I think uh, yeah, they, and, they, and they, you know, carry the characters on and, you know, doing something yeah. new with them. And, or, you know, the, the actors in a, you know, sort of spoofy thing like the one with uh, Louise Jameson where she's got the, the robot serving her in the garden and stuff yeah. like that you know <laughs> yeah. but like um you know P perry and uh ace were you know mm. moved you know on and yeah stuff. So, exactly yeah, they, they've and, been brilliant yeah and you do wonder if that that video with with ace um at the was it season was it season 25 i think yeah. wasn't it that yeah. that release with that 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 trailer was on whether that kind of sowed the seeds for um you know for, for seeing her in power of the dots i mean certainly yeah um, the the book wasn't it? Yes, At Childhood's End sort of, of sprang that, yeah. from that, and yeah. the history of Ace is kind of yeah, it was, or the future history of Ace, or what sure. happened to Ace when she left the Doctor, yeah. <laughs> was some, first mentioned really on film in that yeah. trailer. Yeah, I made a bit of a fudge of that. Apologies, listeners, for no, I know what you being mean. slightly confusing. Just, yeah, it's early. We we don't normally do these things early in the day. No, I've got work to do, do, mate. Yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. Too, really. Look at that. We're sat here talking well, about Doctor Who when I've got an in a, a living to earn. Yeah. Yeah, well, what's that all on, about? Eh? On that note, we should probably sign off for now. But uh, <laughs> I, I hope um, you've enjoyed our little discussion about a uh, rambling Doctor discussion. Who. 
but talk to Who Home Media. And um, we'll be back again soon with some more uh, exciting podcasts. We need to prepare yes, a Christmas indeed. one soon. And oh, we we've do. got That's a couple be of fun. guests that we're trying to fit in as well before the yeah. year closes. So, dear listener, we'll see you next time. Stay tuned and bye for now. 